You're listening to the Simple Pen Podcast. Pinterest for business advice that goes down smooth and easy. Here's your host, Kate All. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Simple Pin Podcast. I'm your host, Kate All, and we run Simple Pin Media uh, based out of Portland, Oregon, and we're a Pinterest management company. And we manage our clients' Pinterest presence so they can focus back on their business. But one thing we also do is teach simple, actionable tips for those of you that want to DIY your Pinterest marketing. I run a really large Facebook group that is very active, which I love. But one question that commonly comes up is about analytics. And also one of the things we commonly see is people saying, my impressions grew by X amount, or I get this many views on Pinterest. And overall, it seems people are just generally confused about what type of analytics to pay attention to. Is it Pinterest analytics? Is it Google analytics? What do all those pieces mean in both of those compartments? And how do I use them? to really further my Pinterest marketing. So I'm here with my friend, Christy Hill of christyhill.com. Christy was on the show with Krissa from Physical Kitchenists. And that is an episode that number is blanking me. But if you go to these show notes, which is simplepinmedia.com slash or slash 72, Sorry, it's been one of those days. I can't get my words right. Um, You will see a link to that episode I did with Christy. But one of the things I love about Christy is that she loves analytics. And you can find more about her at christyhill.com. So Christy, before I keep talking about the analytics thing, you and I have seen this, what I just explained, pop up several times in this Facebook group. What's your thoughts when you see this idea of impressions and maybe a misunderstanding of analytics in general? My first impression is it's just a number game because impressions are are a bigger number. So it's something to talk about more. And so when I see people talk about impressions, I, I know that I think just, oh, it's just a number game. Mm-hmm. That's like my first yeah. initial reaction. Mm-hmm. And you and I, we just saw each other this last weekend at the Activate Conference, which was super great to see each other in person. And we were actually looking through Pinterest and there's a you could create some really catchy pinnable images with that using impressions, right? Because you yes, can say you could oh. search Pinterest and find lots of I grew my Pinterest impressions by a thousand percent, you know, or I have a million Pinterest impressions. And you know, for clickbaiting, that looks great. Like, ooh, you grew your Pinterest by a thousand, you have a million. You know, and people see that and not the impressions. And then you're like, wait, what what does that mean? (laughs) Right, exactly. And that's kind of what we're going to drill down to is what do these parts mean? And what do you need to pay attention to? And what can you ignore? Because both Pinterest analytics and Google analytics both have a lot of things in them. So before we, you know, address both of those different platforms, Christy, let's talk a little bit about why we should even pay attention to analytics. And we've listed five here. Can you go over those? Oh, yeah. So, you know, I would like to say that numbers are meaningless unless they're converting. So analytics are going to help us know what these numbers actually mean. And so, you know, the things that we kind of, um, why we look at analytics, we want to know about our content marketing, like what posts are doing well. So we know which posts we want to make in the future, 
Um, and then on Pinterest, what pins are performing well, that will help us to know what kind of content to drive and create and do more of, and also to optimize the content that's doing well. Um, so content, it's all about helping you with your content. Um, to see what kind of strategies are working, that's number two. Um, what's working, what's not working. If you're, if you're trying something new, you need to tr be tracking it. And ideally, you were tracking it before you started so you can see a difference. Mm -hmm. For tracking purposes, I don't know what you do, but what we do is even if we want to test something, we definitely do track a couple weeks before and then a couple weeks during and then a couple weeks after. I feel like you made a great point about before being very important. You can't just go into something and be like, hey, this worked amazingly well. I'm going to tell everybody about it. But you never really have anything. You never have before pictures. That's why weight loss stories work so well. They have <laughs> a before, before picture. <laughs> yeah, so you definitely need those Pinterest before pictures too. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's exactly. It. Okay, number three. Uh, so the third thing is just, you know, to see which pins are actually working, which which ones are doing the best for us. And sometimes it's going to surprise you. And I like to really dig into those pins and analyze them. I'm like, why did it work? What were the colors? What were the words? What did it say? What was the length? And, you know, maybe I analyze it too much, but I like to do that. I almost think analyzing too much is better than underanalyzing. And Probably. like, because then I think you get more information from overanalyzing, whereas mm -hmm. with the under, you just don't have any. Very true. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, fourth one, what everyone wants to see is improvements in growth. So we all like looking at that chart and we all hope that it's going to keep going bloop up, you know, mm -hmm. but that's always um, good to see. And then the last one is something that you and I both like to watch our trends for seasonal activity and trends in traffic. So, you know, um, our big spike months are coming up. So that's exciting. And I know that because my analytics show that every year that December, January, February, really high um, mm -hmm. compared to the normal year. So by watching um, analytics, I can see and plan for that. And now I know I need to get my A game on for this time of year. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so let's go into Pinterest analytics, which is you get Pinterest analytics when you have a business account and you'll see it when you open up, you log into your Pinterest account, you'll see a little tab at the top that just says analytics. So tell us a little bit about, you know, why, tell us a little bit about Pinterest analytics, why it's there and I guess how you feel about Pinterest analytics. First, I will put in a plug, you know, definitely if you haven't converted to a business account, do it. I know some people in the group recently have said, oh, I don't know if I should get a business account because Instagram, it, it has penalized some people, but that's not the case with Pinterest. Like get a business account. There's no cons to it, all pluses. So get that and then you'll see the ad, the analytics. So Pinterest has analytics, you know, for the obvious reasons to show people how their pins are performing, obviously to try and get you to do uh promoted pins um, and to make those more beneficial for you and to help you with those as well. Pinterest analytics, I honestly don't come to very often, if we're going to be honest, because I just don't glean very much from it. Like I, I can't see very much of conversions from it. So those are my personal takeaways from Pinterest analytics and what I think it's for. Um, there are some things that I do like it for and occasionally check, which we can talk about as well. Okay. Yeah. I will agree with you in that sense that it hasn't been a huge part of our strategy here at Simple Pin. I definitely will look at certain aspects of it and there are things that are good. But I don't know about you, but I've seen a strong disconnect between what I see in Google and what I see in Pinterest. And that's not just recently, that's kind of been over the long haul that Pinterest will say something's getting quite a bit of clicks. And then I go to my Google Analytics and I don't really see it anywhere. So sometimes I have a hard time 
knowing how the two communicate and how well they communicate. And so it's just always been one of those things that I've kind of taken it with a grain of salt. You know, it's good for some things, but it's not really where I want to focus. And there is going to be a discrepancy in the numbers, uh, mainly because Pinterest can track those clicks leaving. But um, Google Analytics can always track those coming from Pinterest, whether it's they don't let the whole page load. So Pinterest is going to click, you know, going to track that click as a click. But if they don't ever let that whole page load, then Google Analytics might not. So there's there's a reason why one that might be different. And you don't want to count that as a click. So in Google Analytics, they didn't come to your site, right? But on Pinterest, it would count. Another instance is if with cookies and browser privacy settings, sometimes Pinterest can track that, but Google Analytics couldn't from their end. And I've heard this before, and maybe you can clear up whether or not this is true, that Google Analytics doesn't do well at tracking the mobile traffic from Pinterest. So it's more difficult to get that mobile traffic, whereas, you know, they're pretty good with Facebook mobile and Facebook desktop traffic, but you can't really break that out on Pinterest. Is that true? I don't have any solid information to like back that up or say against Okay. for mobile. So I'm not going to say what, um, yeah, don't have any solid information. None, we won't start any rumors sure. here. <laughs> no, we try and put those to rest. <laughs> we really do. Okay, so talk to me about what we, if someone's going to open up their Pinterest analytics and they're going to see it, what are they going to see in there? And yeah. kind of break it down a little bit. Definitely have that. I have that screen open right now. So when you come and you click on analytics, if you just go and click on overview or analytics, you're going to land and you're going to see your three columns. And you know, this is one of those podcasts that you maybe not aren't going to listen to in the car for pickup line, but you want to listen to in front of your computer. Mm-hmm. You can hang Good out point. with us. So you're going to see, you're going to see your apprentice profile, people you reach, and then activity from your site. And so the first one, um, your Pinterest profile. Now this is everything. So everything you pin, whether it's yours, it's your friends, it's just something random you found on the web. All of your pins are going to show up in that number. And if anything, this will probably show you that you probably pin other people's stuff too often. Ah, uh, yes. Mine looks <laughs> like that. Uh-huh. So because for me, like top pin impressions for the last 30 days, top 10 are not even mine. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Neither are mine. I think it's definitely in, it's way down the list. Yeah. So, but those, you know, you've pinned stuff and you want to try and pin stuff that has a high quality share. That's a high quality share, you know? So by default, that is going to happen. So that's what you're going to see here. You're going to see impressions and then it will take it down to more important things that we like to look at is clicks and saves. But again, because most of these are not to my own site, I'm not I don't really care. Numbers mean nothing to me unless it's converting and that's converting for somebody else and not for myself. And, you know, someone brought up like, well, I want all of my pins to be impressed, like have impressions because that makes me cooler by Pinterest, you know, but that's not our goal either. Right. Our goal is, to, um, well, I guess I shouldn't speak for everyone. My goal is to get people to my site. So that first one, I really don't pay attention to. Um, we did talk about one thing that we do check in that Pinterest profile is if you need ideas for keywords for boards or for posts, like you could, you can see if you scroll down, like after you click on your Pinterest profile, you can scroll down past the first section and then there's boards with top impressions. Yes. And you can see that in your Pinterest profile or from your own site as well. And then back to the overview section, people you reach. Now that one is interesting if you, especially if you're going to be doing promoted pins, you can learn a little bit more about your demographic if you're trying you know, at Activate This Week, everyone was talking about their avatar. Mm-hmm. So if you want to know about your Pinterest avatar, then you can definitely learn that in this section. You know, just the basic gender, interests. But the interest one is kind of interesting because you're going to learn about them from their Pinterest interest. 
But again, not something I look at super often. Well, there is that one section under that interest one that also has that boards with a lot of your pins. And those are Mm -hmm. other people's boards where a lot of your pins are going. And I actually think this is really interesting because um, I heard this story and I don't I can't even remember where I heard it from, but I thought it was a great story. So I'll tell it. I think it was at a blog conference or something. Somebody had looked at the section and they realized they were doing like kids tips and stuff. And they realized a lot of their content was going on to like occupational therapy boards. And they hadn't anticipated that their posts could be used in that way. And so they were really surprised by that. And they were able to create their own occupational therapy board because they just hadn't even connected the dots. So I thought that was pretty cool in this section to kind of see what the board names are of the people who are pinning your stuff. Yeah, that's awesome because that's a great story because it showed that people were assuming her her content was something that she wasn't. So way to optimize. So that's something that she used it to convert into more results. That's very cool. I don't look at anything else here. Do you, Kate? No, I mean, people under the people you reach, the only other thing I have looked at is you can change between like all audiences and your followers in the upper right. That does change things just a little bit, but not a lot. Like that's, you know, kind of I'll just drill down a little bit there. But for the most part, no, I don't use this as much. Well, especially where content isn't shown to only people you follow anymore, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, so, exactly. So much we've noticed that that picked for you or recommended for you is showing up. So, and then the last section is the one that when I do look at Pinterest analytics, this is what I look at the most and it's activity from my account. So this is where, you know, I'm going to be a little bit more interested in because it's my account and, and from my website, let me uh, correct that. Not just my account, but my website. So anytime someone's pinning from my site, not just me, um, that's where this stat's going to show up. But again, so going back to that impressions thing. So my top one right now, it's in the last seven days, it has 1,338 impressions and only two clicks. Mm. And it's, it's not something I pinned. Um, it's someone else pinned it. And, but it's, you know, it's getting seen a billion times. And by let's, I don't think we've ever, I don't think we started with this, but impression mm-hmm. means anytime it shows in the search feed, in the home feed. Um, there's, Would know, it be the related of, pins below? Could that be it too? Yep. Anytime it shows up on Pinterest, basically. And, and that's just not, not clicking on it. It just shows up. So every single little fast scroll you do on Pinterest, if you glance by it, whoop, 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 you know, that's an impression. So mm-hmm. you just saw like 10 in one scroll. That's what an impression is. So a thousand times, 300 times, a thousand, 300 times it's being seen in that sense, but only two clicks. Impressions is a fancy number to see, look at, but I only got two clicks from it. Yeah, I'm looking at mine too. And one of them was, mine's actually, it's not even drilling down even farther. Um, It's just saying the 30 days, but even in 30 days, I have one of my pins has 10,000 impressions and only six clicks. (laughs) I mean, that's crazy. And, you know, it's just it's like you said, impressions is just the scene of the pin, but it's not really taking action. And I understand that idea that people want you. They're like, well, if more of my pins are seen, I have a greater chance of people clicking or saving. But I have never really noticed that to be the case with Pinterest, that whether impressions are up or impressions are down, it doesn't tend to have a correlation between how many clicks or how many saves I'm getting. I'm glad you brought that up because there was a time when I was like super depressed on the big difference between my impressions and clicks. And you know, when I'm optimizing for Google, I'm trying to like really hard get my clicks to views to go to, you know, be balance out more. But 
with Pinterest, you're right. It doesn't, I haven't noticed a difference either. And it didn't, at first I thought, oh, my pictures must be bad. My meta description must be bad. My titles must be bad. But everyone I've talked to has this high of discrepancies, you know, between impressions and clicks. So Pinterest, why is it? But <laughs> uh, Yeah. Okay. So then in your opinion, what would you tell somebody who's just starting out What should they do with Pinterest analytics and how often should they check on it? Okay, if they're just barely starting out, um, it would be different than someone. Someone who's going for a while, just don't bother checking. Okay, so the (laughs) advanced users just don't even worry about it. Yeah, advanced users, look, check your Google analytics. Okay, Um, But if you are just starting out, it is valuable information because you can see what's being pinned from your site. So I would definitely go to all activity and see those pins. But then you're probably pinning a lot of other people's stuff as well. See which pins those are are doing well as well that you're pinning and see what boards they're pinning to and what type of content. And that will help you create a plan that works for Pinterest so that you're creating content that works for Pinterest. That's a really good point. I forgot about that. You know, really that if you are struggling with what type of content to create, looking at what people are actually clicking on is a really great way for you You could actually save a lot of those pins to a secret board and make notes about them, especially if they align with the type of content you create. And maybe you'll create a spinoff or something different or a counter post or something like that. That's a really good tip. And then uh, one more thing I, as we were just talking, I realized about um, the analytics. So from activity from your site, the all time button is kind of cool. And they kind of do this little weird mathematical equation for you and put your they tell you what you think are power pins and that's something you're not necessarily going to see in analytics in Google Analytics so power pins are going to be something that's a mix of saves clicks and engagement so if you want to see how well something's like really performing on Pinterest um, but not necessarily clicks but it's being saved etc it's kind of interesting but that's like you said grain of salt it's interesting mm-hmm. <laughs> Yes, exactly. Which I think that's exactly what I'm doing kind of right now is just clicking through to look at things. And then that's pretty much it going, huh, that's interesting. And then moving on. Okay, so let's jump to our favorite Google Analytics. So how do we get it? What is it? And why do we use it? All right. Google Analytics is from, you know, Google. You need to have it installed on your site and if you don't know how to do that, you can, I do have a tutorial for WordPress users on my site. If you want to go check that out, we'll link in the show notes. Maybe. Is that all right, Kate? Yeah, <laughs> totally. We'll link all this stuff in the show notes. Link myself. No, Pim, exactly. Promote yourself. Um, one of the things, though, is I think people are scared of Google Analytics. You know, um, they maybe know they need to install it, but they don't understand it. I didn't. You know, the first couple times I used it, I was thoroughly confused. So, yeah, well, it's yeah. it's data, and you know, a lot of people, especially bloggers, are are creative minded, and so then you get into the data and numbers, and it's like, oh. Uh. But data is your friend if you use it. You know, it's and Google Analytics is going to be the data that we can do something with. So once it's set up onto your account, onto your site, and it's tracking, you can start to see where your traffic is coming from and what they're doing once they get there. And so that's what we're going to do with Pinterest and Google Analytics: is go in and see how people are getting there. And what they're doing once they are there. So I know that you and I had talked, you know, this weekend, we kind of went through some things and we have an example of mine that we're going to use in a minute. But there are two different sections that I find most important for Pinterest. And one is the top pins that are driving traffic and then the top posts that are driving traffic. So help me distinguish those two and start maybe with why 
identifying pins that are driving the most traffic are important. Yeah, definitely. So those are the two, obviously, that I look at as well. And so starting with pins that are driving the most traffic. So this is going to show us exactly, no, not just, you know, you might have the same image several times on Pinterest, but it's the exact pin, right? Just one pin, not any of its other pins sending in. So when you track a link, it's just that one link. So to get there, you're going to go from your Google Analytics dashboard to all traffic down to referrals. And then you're going to click on Pinterest.com. And it's going to bring up a list in your main body, um, your main dashboard section of all the pins sending you traffic. And I know someone's going to ask this, so we'll just clear it out now. Um, that dash without any pin specific, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. We've all done hours and hours of digging to try to figure it out. Hours and hours of digging. The answer is there's no direct answer. Um, but it does mean a few things. So um, we've noticed that it counts if anyone clicks on the URL from your profile. It's counting as just coming from Pinterest.com. You'll notice that it's also if someone clicks directly from your um, from a pin to your site. So you actually can do that. Some people, you know, as marketers, we don't realize, but I think users must use it more than us. But if you hover over a pin, you can see the URL and click it and go directly to the site as opposed to the pin itself. And that's just on desktop. And if you dig further into that source and see your secondary dimension, you'll notice that it actually is coming from mostly desktop. So most of the time, if it's just a slash without a pin URL, it's coming from some sort of feed. So they came directly from the search feed or the home feed or your profile. That, sorry, that like distracted from your question, but no, no, was I ask. think that's good because I think a lot of people will ask about that. And it's been something I've heard several people, you know, try to say it's all mobile traffic. It's a bunch of different things, but it's good that you clarified that. So I appreciate that. Yeah. And so since it doesn't tell you very much, if you want to know, because it, like for me, it's usually my in the top three. And, um, you want to know more about that, though. And it is cool that you're showing up in search. So I go ahead and click on it. And then secondary dimensions are going to tell you more about this thing. And so um, there's a drop down tab if you click secondary dimensions. And I like to add landing page as my secondary dimension. And then that's going to show you all the different posts that it's coming to. And then you can kind of get an idea of, okay, what posts am I ranking for in search? What am I showing up for? What are people seeing? So then I can actually do something more with that data. Because I'm all about, if I can't, I, I want to be able to do something with it. Right? So describe do something a little bit more for me. Is that pin it more? Is it create new content? What would you do with it? So when I'm looking at pins that send um, the most traffic, what I'm going to do first is I'm like, what is the image? What makes it so pinnable? I analyze that. Um, what are the descriptions for the pins? And what are the keywords in that pin? And then I can replicate that again. Um, if it's a pin that's just taking off and I didn't pin it, I'm going to put that into my circulation. So it gives me an idea of what I need to put into my queue. I like to dig even deeper. What board was the pin safe to? I think I just said that. What were the keywords in the description? Sometimes I even look at who pinned it if I'm really digging deep. And Yeah, that's true. Sometimes I, it will be pretty popular. And I, I kind of wonder why. Like, is the person like, uh -huh. they have a lot of followers? But I found that they usually don't. No, it's like 30 people and it's like some <laughs> random. Yeah, and it's kind of but, like really shocking. You're like, there's two people mm -hmm. on this board. Why, why did my pin get picked up? Which is an indicator of search. Yeah, it is. And sometimes I think that Pinterest likes those people better because they know that they're just like, they really found content they liked and they shared it. You know? Right. <laughs> yes, that's true. That's a really there good There was point. no alternative motive. It was just like good content. Yeah. Uh, that, it, 
I like to think that. <laughs> I know. It's, it's all about what we think. Okay, so we do this a lot at Simple Pin too. We look at those mm-hmm. pins that are driving the most traffic. and But Christy and I took it a little bit deeper. And I appreciated that she did this because it wasn't something that I looked at very often. But in that list of those pins that we just talked about is where you would find like viral pins or things that are just Yeah, those top ones are usually yeah. viral and usually the same the same pin. Like my top three are usually the same pin, but I mean, not this, not the same pin, but the same image, you know? Yes. Year over year. That's kind of the mm-hmm. joke of some, they're like, <laughs> I created this recipe in like five minutes. I took a picture with my iPhone and it will not die. And I'm like, yeah, well, it's still bringing traffic to your site. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> it might not be your, your finest moment, but it worked. So, so for why it might count. So we'll use this and I think, I don't know if yours is the same, but for mine, like my top six, they're all leading to the same post. They're all different pins. I'm like, okay, this is fun, but I want to know more. And then that's where um, the pages come in too. So we're going to go look at your top posts that are getting the most love from Pinterest. And you would think that they correlate, but they don't always. And we saw that with your account, Kate. So go ahead and go to, from your Google Analytics dashboard, you're going to go to um, acquisition, social, network referrals. And then in the main body section, click Pinterest. And this is going to bring up your top post. Now, the reason it's going to differ is because there's tiny pins, you know, pins that are only getting two clicks a pin out there, but there's tons of versions on them. You know, those big pins have all repopulated. You know, they all had babies and clicked and babies and clicked. And um, (laughs) there's tons of them out there. And all of those getting only two clicks add up to be a big number. When you only look at the big pins sitting in traffic, you're only seeing half of your results from Pinterest really, because those little pins do add up and we all like those big viral pins, but they're not the only ones sending us traffic. And I know Kate, you were pretty surprised to see what your number two post was. I actually was because mine in that first list that we talk about the top pins driving the most traffic, mine have been actually for the last year and a half, it was how to clean up my, your Pinterest boards. And it just Mm -hmm. switched to have converting a Pinterest, a personal Pinterest account into a Pinterest business account that took over the cleanup Pinterest boards on that list. However, when I went to this, the the posts that were getting the most traffic from Pinterest, cleanup Pinterest boards is still number one. Then Pinterest marketing for real estate agents is number two. And then affiliate links on Pinterest is number three. And the converting a personal Pinterest account into business account is actually number five where it's number one on that list over on the the pins driving the most traffic. So I found that super interesting. Yeah. So while that viral pin, you know, is doing well, it's not necessary. There isn't that many others sending you traffic yet. I think it would be good for people to come here too. I hear a lot of people say, um, my new pins don't take off, like nobody clicks on them. And mm-hmm. if I'm looking through this here, I definitely see ones that are newer while they don't have a ton of clicks on them. I am surprised that they actually do have clicks, you know, whether it's like 10 or 13 or whatever. It's still pretty interesting to see that they're getting traffic. More than you thought, maybe. Yeah, Yeah. because we always just assume it's either a lot or zero. Yeah, so you can change that and show your top 10 or top 25 if you um, really wanted to look. So then what do you do with this? So these posts, Pinterest is sending traffic to these posts. So I want to make sure that they are optimized for my traffic. So I go into these posts and I say, do I have a way for them to subscribe? 
is this post doing, is it reaching any of my bigger goals? You know, do I have a way to make money from this post? Like, obviously you're getting traffic from it. So do something with the traffic. Traffic is meaningless unless it's converting. So that's where I really like to divide, to put a lot of my attention in analytics is making sure that those posts are matching the the traffic they're getting are going to work for me. Yeah, definitely. And I was, you also talked about this a lot in this strategic path in the episode 44 we did with Krissa. So I actually found the number. So it's simplepinmedia.com slash 44. Because I think that is how you really grow. That's how you grow your site is making sure you have a subscription box and getting people engaged with your content. Yeah. And then, you know, we talked about this in the, we did, I did the Google analytics workshop with you too. And I, I gave an example of this, of one of my friends who she had, her top post was a post from like two years ago. And the stuff that was for sale on there wasn't for sale, but the pin anymore, but the pins were still doing really well and bringing her lots of traffic. And so we were able to, you know, recommend to go in and update that post and change it. And that's fine for Google and that's fine for Pinterest, you know, and we just made it work for her because people were getting to that pin because it was beautiful and had, and it was useful and they got to the page and it was not useful for them anymore. And so we just did some, you know, you could do some minor adjustments to that and then it makes it useful for your readers again. And it gives you something too. Okay. There was one thing in there in the list that I didn't know, which I feel kind of foolish for not knowing it, but with that list of posts, they had at the end of the URL, question mark, PP slash equals zero. And I was like, what is that? And you knew exactly what it was right away. What was it? Yeah, it's a promoted pin. So they add that, it's a, you know, just another campaign tracker. So if you see that PP slash equals something, um, that's going to be that it's landed from a promoted pin. And that promoted pin could be from other people. I know that Tailwind often promotes some of my stuff on Pinterest and some of that stuff that was taking off was definitely a promoted pin that they had done. So that's kind of cool, you know? Yeah. So you were able to track what they were doing with your stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we have the explanation of Pinterest analytics and general consensus is we don't put a whole lot of stock in it. We check it maybe once a month, if that, every so often. But Google Analytics, how often do you check it? I, I'm kind of a nerd, so I probably check more than most people or more than I should. I check in-depthly once a week because I like to know where my traffic's coming from, um, if I need to be adjusting anything, or if, or if I'm testing something, then I'm checking regularly. Like right now, for instance, I just redesigned my site has nothing to do with Pinterest, but I redesigned my site. And so I'm checking every day to see what's working and what's not working. But that's because I'm testing something. So if you're testing something like your A-B testing images, you might want to check more often, but otherwise just go in there and, and set a schedule to check once a week and go check those top pins, check those top posts, and then see what you can do with it and how to implement into your strategy. Yeah, I'm kind of similar. I, on my own page, I don't check super often, maybe like one time per month, more if I'm running a promoted pin campaign to see how it's going to do. I do have um, somebody who does my Facebook and Twitter, and she's really interested to see how those campaigns are performing and the efforts that she's doing. So a great thing that you can do, especially if you have people on your team, is you can give them read and analyze access. And that's what people do. Um, clients who come on to Simple Pin, they give us read and analyze access to their Google Analytics. So we can see if what we're doing is actually working. And if you have a virtual assistant who is managing your Pinterest account, it's going to be really hard for them to make good decisions 
with just Pinterest analytics. And so giving yeah. them access with this read and analyze, you know, they really can't do anything. They just literally can read it, um, allows them to make better decisions and they can help help you say like what's working and not working. And for us too, for our team, we have all of the Google Analytics funneled towards a program called SIFE. And SIFE allows my team to be able to see the analytics through certain widgets that we've created inside SIFE that pulls the kind of information we need from Google Analytics. Because I don't want my team to have to figure out how to navigate Google Analytics. I just want to send them, here's the pins that are driving the most sessions. Here's the percentage of traffic that is coming from Pinterest. And then you can also track like follower growth and stuff like that. But I think having that information really does allow you to see, is it working or not working? Right. That return on investment, right? On your time spent there. So yes. And then you brought up, you, you mentioned sessions and I forgot to mention it when we started digging into Google Analytics. That is the number one I'm looking at Pinterest that I'm looking at is sessions. Sessions is what relates to one visit. So um, instead of page views, you want to look at sessions and then page views will tell you what they did after they got there from Pinterest. Yeah, that's really good to quantify. We had been looking at page views for a long time and we had a special dashboard that we had built and it was super great, but we realized we really needed to change that all to sessions. Scythe, the program that we use was pulling sessions, but this dashboard that we were using was not. So we just had to get our data kind of corrected. And we have this month and it's just was a pretty tough switch for us. Yeah. But now that we're up and running, we can actually make even better decisions based on knowing sessions now as opposed to page views. That's good. Yeah, because I will correlate more with Pinterest and your actual clicks. So you have some helpful links that we're going to share in the show notes, but talk about them a little bit and why you think people should go check these out. Yeah, so... And this is, you know, getting a little bit more in depth with your Google Analytics than just looking at the, your pins and posts. But I like to really track what's working. So one of the things that I started doing recently, well, I use um, social warfare, like I know many of the audience probably does listening to, for Pinterest and for other social platforms. But I wanted to know if it was actually working. And so actually the team back there has some tutorials and tools set up in place so that you can see if people are clicking your social warfare buttons. So we'll link to those notes on how you can set that up and track there. Um, I know you talk about them in several of your podcasts as well, Kate. Because, you know, it is something that I'm investing in as well. So if, if I'm investing in that, I want to make sure it's working. And it'll tell you how many times people have clicked those buttons and which buttons. So. Yeah. And then the other things I like to track is, or I like to track if I'm getting newsletter subscribers from different. So, you know, if, am I getting any newsletter subscribers that come from Pinterest? And um, so we're going to link to a few of those. So I have one on my um, site for MailChimp users. And then one on Dustin's site will tell you kind of how if you use ConvertKit, you can kind of set that up. Mm, yes, that's what I have. I have ConvertKit. And I've always wanted to know that because I definitely will pin a lot of images mm -hmm. that go directly to my landing pages. Yeah, or they go to pages with the intent of, you know, mm -hmm. with a funnel into your signup. So always trying to see what's converting. So those are the links that we're sharing there. Awesome. Well, we will have that in the show notes. And again, that's simplepinmedia.com slash 71. Um, no, I'm sorry, 72. Getting all these podcasts. We're getting higher in numbers. So any last pieces of advice for people who have maybe listened and they're still kind of confused or maybe they're just like, Christy, tell me what's the one thing you think I should focus on? What would be that one thing? For the one thing, my one advice is 
can I say this? Be wary of people preaching their impressions. <laughs> yes, you can you know? say that. <laughs> okay. You know, if someone's touting that, then I, I kind of get clickbait, you know, because we hopefully, you know, by the end of this podcast that impressions aren't showing you anything real and, and measurable. Be wary of their strategies because impressions don't necessarily mean anything and see if they have traffic to back it up or clicks, you know, something quantitative more. So that would be my one suggestion. But then um, there was like one big thing they should look at. Was that the last question? Yeah. Sorry. Yep. <laughs> Honestly, I think I would look at, if you only have time to do one thing, if you only want to check one thing, I would look at my top posts from Pinterest because though instead of the pins, because the pins show, you know, one traffic that's doing well and that's good to know, but I want to be able to optimize these posts to get them to be working for me. So uh, make sure those posts are working for you and make sure those are the posts that you're sharing as well in your content. Awesome pieces of advice. I love that, especially the first one. Don't fall for the clickbait when it uses the word impressions. (laughs) And brands, you know, if someone's getting a million clicks, that's great. But a million impressions. Yeah. And (laughs) yeah, when like don't confuse daily views with clicks. That's another thing. Right. That's not. And I think you were just about to bring up brands. Like if I was Target, like I would love to have that many impressions because it's not, you know, it's reminding them to go to my store. Mm-hmm. And so, but we're, di- we're different, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. The numbers that the brands want from you. If you want to give them impressions and your impressions number is awesome, use it. If that's a tool mm-hmm. that you can put into your wheelhouse to be able to get more brand work, go for it. But, right, you know. <laughs> It's not necessarily going to, it's not going to pay the bills. <laughs> Let's say that. <laughs> clicks That's are, a good way to put it. Clicks are going to pay the bills because they're to your site. They might take action or click on an ad or whatever. But impressions, they're just, they're not money in the bank. Beautiful way of putting it. Yeah, I'm good with words. All right. So. Good analogy. <laughs> yes. Okay. So where can people go to learn more about your awesome stuff that you're creating? Yeah, so they can go to christyhill.com. And I realize now that that's horrible in like saying. It's great in links, but Christy, there's so many ways to spell, oh, right? yes. So it's with the K at the beginning and an I-E at the end. But yes. again, link in the show notes. We will do a link in the show <laughs> notes for sure. And if you have not joined my Facebook group, you can go to simplepinmedia.com slash Facebook and request to join. And Christy is an admin over there too. And you can tag her and ask her any analytics questions. She's super helpful with that, especially if you feel like it's still confusing for you. And also we have a big section of the master course that has to do with analytics and Christy's teaching that she did during the workshop is included in that in addition to a tutorial on Scythe, in addition to a tutorial on Google Analytics and that dashboard I talked about. And Christy talks about a dashboard too. So there's a lot of good information in there for sure. And Christy was a great teacher when it comes to analytics and That is definitely key to not just Pinterest marketing, but I feel like any kind of marketing and moving your business forward, you really have to understand it and know how it's going to fit into the big picture. Making the data work for you. Making the data work. And then in our Facebook group, in your Facebook group, Kate, we also do quarterly Google Analytics threads. So Q3 is ending and we'll be doing that October. October. Yeah. I wondered when those dates were. I always get them confused. All righty. Well, thanks so much for coming on and explaining all of this to me and hopefully to everybody else in the audience who has been wondering about impressions and that 
magically wonderful number now that we've dashed all their dreams <laughs> about impressions. Um, I, sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> I think it's good. You know. Yeah. It's realistic, people. Realistic, keeping it real. Alrighty, so thanks so much, Christy. I really appreciate you taking the time and I hope people hop over to christyhill.com. Take care. The technical details of analytics are really tough to explain in a podcast, but I hope you were able to understand why we value Google Analytics over Pinterest Analytics. It's really important when you hear advice shared about any social media that you really dig deep into if it's going to bring traffic to your site. Because like I said in the podcast, that is what's going to pay the bills. That is what's going to gain you momentum with your email list, with ads, whatever it might be, and whatever your goals are. Impressions don't help you achieve your goals. If you want more information, links to all the stuff that we talked about, go to simplepinmedia.com slash 72. Thanks so much for listening and make sure you join our free Facebook group at simplepinmedia.com slash Facebook.